Yes. Welcome back on the night I go back. I'm Ben. I'm Higgins. Yes, you are. I am. <laughs> I was told that I can't refer to myself as Corey anymore, that I have to be just Higgins. Told, told by who? By many of our adoring listeners. <laughs> that Corey is dead. Who is this Corey gentleman? Yep, and Higgins has to... Uh, Higgins lives. So... Higgins lives. It's Higgins from here on out, I guess. Yeah, sorry, bud. Well, I think that, you know, the people spoke and the people like what they like, right? Yeah, and you can't argue with, with the with the stats. We are <laughs> our our numbers are skyrocketing. I haven't been able to figure out the have you looked at like the dashboard that has like all I, of our like views and stuff? I have and for I, some reason the 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 view like the there's a little chart on there mm-hmm. and it's always bad it's always down and to the right like what, what right, happened? i have no idea but our listens are up which is the listens are up 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 way yeah. up by the way thank you everyone for listening that's uh we really appreciate it yeah i i mean higgins appreciates it for sure Corey, though yeah. <laughs> that guy's a dick what a, what a dick <laughs> um so how how have you been how good. Have you been good it's been a couple of weeks since we've gotten together yeah uh good we just got back from a wedding so that was nice that sounded like it was a lot of fun it was good, good wedding gifts i know i saw it was uh they were like coasters like, like little coasters engraved yeah. or like burned in with people's and ini- like the, uh, the wedding the, couples initials yeah, yeah yeah it was nice that's nice I have, that's a nice I classy a bunch. gift i have about seven of them so <laughs> i was only supposed to have one but you know how that goes are they personalized at all to you or no no they're no. just all they're the same just, yeah they're all the same yeah okay that's cool that's i'll be cool. giving them out at christmas so. <laughs> that's, that's how are good. you how was your extended i'm good break? yeah i'm good i'm good i'm getting uh i'm getting over a little bit of a bug that i had a couple days but okay. but i'm uh otherwise feeling pretty good triple e <laughs> had a little bug that bit me and then i had triple e for a bit oh nice well you look great thank you yeah do you remember speaking of triple e when we got together when it was like that really bad triple e weekend and it was in western mass yeah and it was all, i was terrified and you all made fun of me oh and you like freaked out because we were in like the like the heartland H- of triple e higgins would like <laughs> higgins would like run to his car <laughs> and run back yeah it was like no joke like a like a three-year-old <laughs> had died like two days earlier yeah no that's true we after you left we actually went down to the old watering hole and went swimming in the, in oh, the you're in so the river. dumb you're so dumb and it was awesome when I left, I went straight home and put on a sweatshirt <laughs> and sweatpants and never left. Uh, yeah. Well, as far as I know, neither of us got triple E, so that's a good well, thing. Well, it takes 10 days, so... That was like it was like four weeks ago. Yeah, well, just... Just wait ready. for it, yeah. Be ready. Yeah. Um, so what what have you been watching, Higgins, recently? Give me, um, give me a rundown. Give me a rundown. So I don't know if you're familiar with the show on HBO. Um, on what? HBO, it's the home broad casting home box office is that what it stands for home, <laughs> the home broadcasting network home box office is that what hbo stands for yeah i think that's right okay, i'm gonna go with home box office i'm gonna go with home broadcasting network <laughs> hbn <laughs> um watching the uh, the final season of the deuce oh, have you heard of the show see i thought that that show stopped when james franco got canceled so he's not officially canceled yet okay he's on the verge of cancellation yeah okay i think he's like one because there's no like real proof of him doing anything it's just like hearsay from people so i think once something like once somebody comes out and says no he like definitely did something to me oh he's gone yeah but he's on the verge um he's on the cusp yeah yeah he's on the cusp of being canceled Um, anyway so until then i watched the first episode of that show and i thought it was good first episode of the first season first episode first episode or two i mean maggie gyllenhaal excellent i like james franco yep um, you know, as an actor and I thought it was, I thought it was good. Yeah. It's, for it's, those who don't know, it's a show centered around Times Square, New York in like the late seventies into like the mid eighties. 
you know, the cr- the the crack epide- epidemic, uh, prostitution, um, porn, like actual pornography. It's a lot about the porn, right? It's a lot about it's like the, the- it definitely. I don't know if that was the 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 intention of the show when it started because it was more about prostitution when it started, but now it's definitely all about porn. And there's like you know there's a mob undertone to it. There's a little bit of everything. Um, it's but, it's um, the guy who did The Wire, right? Simon. Yes. Yeah. Sam no. Sam Simon. Don Don Simon. What's his name? Um, I don't know. It's not. It's the guy that did The Wire, but I don't think it's Sam Simon. Sam Simon's from The Simpsons. I'm definitely thinking of someone else. Hold on. Hold that thought. I'm uh, holding, but I'm also looking. You're looking. Okay, you look. Um, yeah. Um, no, I watched the first episode of that show. I thought it was good. Um, but it didn't quite hook me. David Simon. David Simon. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Okay. So I'm not a crazy person. I just was you're, a little off. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Real good. I, w- I mean. I was basically right. So that's cool. So you're watching. So that you said the final season the just final started. Season, which I think it's only season three. Yeah. 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 Um, which is doing good. that now. Yeah. It's good. Uh, but, it's but it's good. Like, it's one of those, again, one of those shows It flash forwarded, flash forwarded um, to like five or six years. So, or maybe even longer. I think they're like 10 years past where the first season aired. So like, and all the characters look the same, so you can't even tell. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's all over the place. I still can't like to this day, I don't know what the show is actually about. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so That's far fair. so good. So good. only like only one more episode of that. So. Oh, it's last episode is coming up. The like, last episode of the series. Yes. Last episode of the series wow. airs Monday. Oh, okay. We were rec- Yeah. So airs in two days. Cool. Yeah, well, that's, so. that'll be that'll be fun. That sounds like a yeah. It good. won't be one that I'll miss. That's for sure. But it's good. But you're glad you watched it. Yeah. Smile of, yeah. because it's over. Right. Don't no cry because it's over. No. Smile because you had did it happened. It. All right. Well, t- table that. Table that. Okay. Um. Okay. Cool. So I uh, have been rewatching Breaking Bad, which I know you haven't watched. I have not. I've seen crazy. the first episode, and that's it. Crazy. Did crazy. Did you watch crazy. El Camino? No, so I'm so we're rewatching we're rewatching Breaking Bad so that we have the full effect for El Camino because because I didn't watch Breaking Bad or I have not watched Breaking Bad since it stopped, which was like what five years ago, something like that. Yeah. So um, I wanted to get a refresher, and it's so, so you good. want to watch the whole series before you watch a movie? Like you can't, you don't think you can watch like just a quick recap and then go into the movie? Oh, I'm sure we could, but you just want to do this. Just to yeah, I mean, it. why not, right? I mean, you know, we wanted to rewatch Breaking Bad. Anyways, anyway, it was yeah. just a good time to do it. Okay. So it's really good, obviously. It, it holds up. Will you rewatch clearly. it with me when I watch it for the first time? No, probably oh. not. What would like what are the what are the mechanics of that happening? I'm not a mechanic, I don't know. <laughs> I have to talk to my, my buddy Jack about that one. Okay, I'll hit up I'll hit up your boy Jack. Um so that's that's been good. I just finished a rewatch of 30 Rock, which oh, is wow. the best comedy ever, hands down. For a quick second, I thought you meant Third Rock from the Sun, and I was like, wow, no, 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 it's no. The best. Although... It's top three, but not the best. Um, <laughs> think about that cast, actually. Do you ever think about, John like... John Lithgow, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, when yep. he was, like, 11. Yep. Uh, Joseph Gordon-11. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-11. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so dumb. Um, French Stewart, who I think yeah. is still awesome. I think he still sleeps at the Third Rock studio because yeah, I don't Stewart. think he's done anything after that. French Stewart's amazing. And though. then uh, Kirsten, Kristen Johnson. Yeah, it's just a good cast. It's just yeah. a pretty solid cast. That's like uh, when we talked about Drew Carey show. When we will talk about Drew Carey show, um, because that's yes. another cast where all of them are just ind- independently very successful. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. 
So anyways, 30 Rock, uh, I talked a little bit about 30 Rock in our, in our must-see TV episode. I think it's the best comedy ever. It's just, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Everything and it holds is up, amazing. too. I it know it's only up. been a couple of years, but I mean, it's still... It definitely yeah. holds up. It holds up, actually, and it's it's almost like The Simpsons in that some of the jokes they make, because they make jokes, they, they live in, like, kind of a parallel universe where, like, you know, Jenna dated certain, like, David Blaine and stuff, which obviously didn't happen because they're, they're that, fictional yeah. characters. Yeah. So they make jokes about things that haven't happened but about real people and some of those jokes have come true oh so really in, in the in the same way of okay. the simpsons where you know they, they make jokes like about the like thing about trump, trump and, and everything, everything. yeah exactly crazy. yeah so it's like it's like the same thing so it's just so poignant so funny that's amazing so that's what i've been watching okay, it's been cool. nice a lot of tv oh oh <laughs> you know what else i saw what's that hashtag joker movie oh did you hashtag joker movie Retweet and it hashtag. was it was fucking awesome awesome it was okay. amazing I've heard it was that. really 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 super good. dark super dark i wouldn't go see it again it's very like taxing but it was i mean phoenix was phenomenal he he will win an oscar for he this should, he should he will he will it's it's too good it's too good there's too many iconic scenes with him i mean you must have seen the scene of him dancing on the stairs that's like a that's a that's a attraction now in new york city yeah, right. People I saw like that. People paying, like, like, like pay yeah, money yeah. to go dance um, on the stairs. I can't say. I don't want to spoil it because it's still pretty new. You should go. If you're listening, you should go see it. It's still in theaters. I have not seen it. So you should go. I mean, you should I'll go, go see with it. whoever don't wants bring, to go. Yeah, don't bring Emily and 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 the baby. Why though. would I bring my daughter to the? <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. I'm not a dad. That's true. What would you do? Leave her at home to fend for herself? No, I leave her in the car. I leave her. I, I give her. I give her a roll of quarters, and I put her on the merry-go-round in the food court. She oh, just, so just in case she she gets in any fights. Yeah. Oh no. Well, no. I, I don't give her a sock full of quarters. <laughs> um, I'm not a savage. Oh, uh, hashtag Joker movie. Very, very. Now, very good. do you think it's as popular box office wise because of all the negative backlash that people are overcompensating? They go yes, see it? as a ma- I wouldn't say it's overcompensating I'll, uh, I'd say it's like uh, it's it's almost like an effective viral marketing campaign right. like I say like there's a lot of buzz about it was all manufactured outrage mm-hmm. right which is right. like a thing and that is what made so many people want to go see it because they want to see what all the fuss is about mm-hmm. right whereas if they didn't where if there wasn't that like you know it's it's still an excellent movie but I doubt it would have been like the highest grossing R rated movie of, of all, all time, time yeah. without without that so kudos to whatever marketing genius thought of that I don't think it was a marketing genius I think it was people overreacting to certain things and, and see that's one of those things that you know this this is where we start to veer into politics the no no I don't you know I think that it's it literally could be legitimately manufactured outrage like yeah, like do you know anyone in person who was actually no. pissed off about that no, no not, of course not, not. Yeah. i don't either and that's not to say that like every outrage is manufactured that's crazy but i think there's definitely people have realized the power of a good viral mm-hmm. like thing that happens and are there's definitely marketers out there and advertisers who capitalize on that shit i think this okay. might be an example of a legitimate manufactured outrage but i don't want to go down that path that's veering into territory that we try to stay away from yeah it's I'm, a fun I'm... family podcast <laughs> fuck fuck shit fuck. I, i'm pretty pretty sure your daughter's <laughs> listening to this in the car right now yeah well no she's still in the merry-go-round <laughs> in the food court oh yeah sorry that's right um so so yeah so hashtag joke movie go did, see as it. a as a avid comic book fan and superhero fan were you okay with them not sticking to any blueprint when it came to the origin story of joker yes and and also i'll take that one step further and say this movie did not need to be a movie about the joker as a matter of okay. fact i think shoehorning in the joker and um so light spoiler alert if you're you know if you haven't seen it you're going to you know 
plug your ears for a second. There's like they kind of shoehorn. Oh, I can still hear. Oh wait. Oh, you don't want. Oh, I don't want to spoil it for you. I haven't seen okay, it. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil that. Fair, fair enough. Good call. Good call. Um, uh, it's it didn't need to be a comic book movie. It would okay. have been an excellent movie if it was just a stand-up comedian who has social anxiety. Uh, gets so driven the whole, to the, the point. The Joker persona didn't even need to be brought. No, into definitely it. not. Okay. Never, okay. Definitely not. It would have been almost a better movie because it was almost distracting. The comic book stuff, it, like they, they, they definitely. Sho- I won't get specific, but they shoehorned in a bunch of shit that was like fan service, and they didn't have Which to I do think that. You have to though, if you're going to do a comic book movie. Well, they yeah, they have to. In that, I think that's you know how they were going to get butts in the seats was the, right. it's a comic book movie, so automatically there's going to be a certain amount of people who go to it. Uh, see Suicide Squad not automatically I think that movie did pretty well oh, in it theaters did. Yeah, it, probably did, it was just actually. it was just critically panned because it was fucking hot garbage I thought Will Smith was decent well Will that. Smith is decent in everything yeah, I mean, Will Smith makes it. makes things decent he's decent in my dreams I he, he, I dream about Will Smith you're talking, about, you're talking about sex dreams about no Will I didn't Smith. say there were sex dreams oh he's Whoa. decent like he does nice things for other yeah, people yeah he's a nice guy <laughs> okay um, yeah <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Joker movie go see it uh yeah it was really i was really very pleased with it okay and i don't just you know i, you, you I dislike yeah, most of the movies that i see you don't throw out compliments often so no it's true it's true and that was a stupid thing to say <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we are here to talk about something very near and dear to our heart speaking of manufactured outrage uh-oh and oh i mean very good thank you very good um so Higgins and I are huge fans of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Correct. Um, we've talked about it before. We've said, we've, we, we've mentioned it, we've brought it up. We, are, we, are, we want to do an episode strictly devoted to them. And I think what we'll do is, is we're going to talk about Always Sunny because we're at the halfway mark of the 14th season, which, which is, is like, incredible. wow. incredible when you really think of where they came from, to be honest. And the season. fact that it's it's still so good. And too. relevant and, and funny. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, more relevant than ever, I'd right. say. Um uh, we want to talk about the first five episodes. We're going to talk a little bit about why we like Always Sunny and a tiny bit about why we think it's it's popular and has had the staying power it's had. Disclaimer, we will go into this more when the season ends. So we'll right. do we'll do the final five episodes in, what, a couple months, month and a half Probably now? Like two months, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Um, and then we'll talk more about about Always Sunny. Right. So don't, you know, this if you is, listen this to this is and you're This is mostly going to be about the current season. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're like, you're like, they're just scratching the surface. I mean, if you well, fu- yeah. you fuck you. We but, are. But also, yes, yeah. I mean, you're right. Who so, are you? I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to smash that like yeah, and subscribe. Yeah, smash that like button and, <laughs> and share. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so really quickly, I want to talk a little bit about why we like Always Sunny so much. Um, I'm curious to hear... Uh, if you could just like, and I know you didn't prepare for this or anything, but could you just explain to me shortly and succinctly why, why, why do you like Always Sunny so much? What about it? Or it just—I think what drew me to it initially, and why I'm still here, 14 seasons, 14 years, 15 years later, is that it was nothing like anything on TV at the time. People want to compare it to like Seinfeld on crack because it was really, truly a show about nothing, pushed to the nth degree, and I really liked that. You know, it was, it came, it debuted when I was in college. So it was something that like we would watch in college and it was always so raw. It was either raunchy over the top. It was like nothing we'd ever seen before. Um, and I think that's really why I'm still watching it now because 14 years later in my mid thirties, it's still pushing the envelope when it comes to things you sh- can't believe you're watching and seeing on a cable television show. 
Yeah, they do get away with a lot, huh? Right, and I think that's probably because, like I said, they're buried. They're buried on the FXX network. Okay, so this is interesting. So I I don't watch on cable, as you know. Right, you stream poor to this day. I'm not gonna. I again, I was told by some loyal listeners that I make fun of you for being poor too much. So I'm going to back off of that. Well, I got to say it, it has motivated me to open a 401k. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I already have one of those. Oh. Um, uh, no, that's okay. So, so, so is it, it's not on FX anymore? No. So FX. It used to be. It used to be. Yeah. And then when they had launched that FXX channel, which is, I don't even, I think it's just the extreme FX. I remember when they launched it, they did like every Simpsons in they, a row. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, a, I think a two week long or one week long. Yeah. It was yeah. really, really long. Yeah. Um, they needed a show to kind of put there so people would actually watch it. A tent pole. A tent pole, I guess you can call it. And it was they, they chose Always Sunny. Hi, Always Sunny had been their highest rated show on FX, so they didn't move them because they weren't getting the ratings on. I think they no, did they that. moved it to boost, boost right. FXX, which is which is which interesting. is smart. smart I think yeah. as of right now, Always Sunny might be the only show on FXX that is current. I think they just play repeats of The Simpsons and old Always Sunny and like old Archer, and I think they only have Always Sunny as like the newish like a new show. Sounds. I awesome. think everything is still on FX. I think I could yeah. be wrong. Yep. So that's that's interesting. Um, so it's actually been there's coming into its 14th season. People were starting to I don't know if you read any of this, but people were definitely starting to think introspectively about. Why has Always Sunny been able to a been on the air for so long mm-hmm. and and b um, get away with what it's gotten away with the stuff right. we were just talking about right and I think you know what I've been saying for so long and I and I, I think I said it in an, in an episode that we've had already and th- this is what you know other people are are starting to realize this is that like they get away with this stuff because they are the bad guys right the, you don't root for them no you root against them and so it's okay for the it's it's okay for the bad guy. To do things like that. You root against them like you root against someone who would do that shit in real life. Right. You want to see them fail. You want to see and them. And they do. And they always do. Always. 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 Um, so I think that's why, you know, there's all sorts of like, there was like a big, I think, Vanity Fair article about this. And, and everyone is starting to talk about it. Um, it it's, they get, they have avoided, like, the, it's like they have, quote unquote, avoided cancel culture because they right. can, they, it's, it, they're, they're the bad guys. Right. And so I think that's really interesting, um, but that's not why I like it. So I think that's great, and it's 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 they've it it's really impressive that they've been able to keep that up for so long. If, do you remember the first episode of Always Sunny? Charlie drops the, an N bomb. Does is the first one the abortion episode? No, the first one is the one where Dee is dating the black guy from her from her class, and he. Um, turns he he brings a bunch of people into the bar, but it becomes like a like a quote unquote like black bar. No, I honestly don't remember that episode. Yeah, okay. So I, um it's it's but he he basically like or wait, does he does he make it into a gay bar? I don't remember, but it's some it's something that they don't like. They're they're not comfortable with 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 the okay. type of crowd okay. that he brings in and but but Charlie drops the end bomb in front of the waitress and <laughs> it's a whole thing. Um and uh like a hard R Yes, or, oh, yes. Wow. He legitimately says it. Says it. And this is like, you know, uh, it, it as far as I can remember, it's never been okay. Oh, never for a white person to to drop. Especially on TV, unless you're playing. Well, I guess your point is they're playing bad people. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they've been getting away with this from square one, and and as far as I know, no one's no one's really bad in an eye, and it's just really really interesting. But 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 why I like Always Sunny is because, and this is going to sound so stupid. Um, and I, I talked about wait. this. <laughs> I talked about this a little bit 
in the Stephen King adaptation episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Always Sunny because they're 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 excellent actors. They're really good actors, and you can tell because it's their mannerisms, the way that they the reactions they have to what each other says, and the way that they their body language interacts with one another, and it's all it's very physical comedy, especially Mac, yes. where they. Like the the faces that he makes and that they make as reactions to things and to the to what they say to each other and just just it's just they're very funny physically. The, the next time you watch it, like try to focus on that. Try to think about like what what hand gestures are they making and what faces are they making and how do they like do they do double takes to each other stuff like that. It's right. all the reactions to one another. Um, and that's what drew you to it. Honestly, when I when I think about why, I mean, it's not what drew me to it. What drew me to it is what you're talking about. Like it's 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 like kind of like interesting stuff, edgy stuff there. It's very obviously well-written and it's just a funny, it's a funny premise for a show. Right. Um, and they do a lot of crazy shit that's really funny. But I think when I think about why, why do I look at that and think, man, this is like truly a funny show. It's just, it's just, they're, they're good. They're good at acting and they're good at the interplay with each other. And it's just, I think it's just really, they don't get enough credit for that. I think the, the writing gets a lot of credit. The themes get a lot of credit. The setting gets a lot of credit. Danny DeVito does, but I think that just in That's all sure. all five of them are just so funny with each other. They just struck gold with. I mean, a good the the key to a good comedy is always the ensemble what, cast. I mean, all you have to say about it is that the first season Danny DeVito wasn't in it, and the reason he joined in the second season was because he, he was a so fan much. of the yeah, show. Exactly, which is and now, just so cool. Thirteen years later, he's it's still, what he's been doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's he was a legit fan, and then he wanted to be part of it yeah so that's why that's why i like always sunny i just love watching the way they interact with each other and the interplay with each other and then all, all the obvious stuff it's funny like the, mm-hmm. the writing is funny and there's good jokes and they're just so mean to each other all of them all it's all it's all so good um so do you have like do you do you have like a favorite episode oh uh, or like what episode pops on the top of your head so, or ooh, if, if you were showing always sunny to someone for the first time oh, see that i can't so okay the first time i think i would do the episode where they're siphoning gas <laughs> um and charlie cuts the brake lines in the car because they wild call them card a wild bitches. card yeah if, if i was a showing someone to show that that would be the one I show them. That's a great but, episode. And it sets the stage for like a running gag, right. which is like their roles and him as the wild card right. and stuff. Yeah. That's um, so good. But an episode that I liked a lot that I don't think many people do like was the episode, <clears throat> excuse me, when they did family feud or something similar oh, to family. Feud. Yeah. 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 I we- laughed my ass off that entire episode and like going back and watching it, might not be like the, the it's best episode or even the funniest, but something about that episode I really, really enjoyed. That's a hilarious episode because some of, some of the best episodes have Dennis like breaking down, right? Um, and that's one where he really does. <laughs> or, or <laughs> when they get the they always get the, they get the the ninety nine like you know answer out of hundred. <laughs> the one person is Charlie and his yeah, weird yeah, ass answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one will listen to him. Yeah, <laughs> just it's just so funny. It's so good. Uh, for me, I think I think. The episode that I would show to someone first is the one it, first season, I think. Oh, no, wow. first, s- first or second season, second season, um, because Frank is there. Where um, D and Dennis get addicted to crack. Oh yeah. So there's a lot one. of really funny stuff about that episode. First of all, watching them get addicted to crack is funny. Totally. Um, and but there's it's one of the first episodes where they do the Seinfeld esque thing where there's kind of separate 
they're off in separate groups amongst mm-hmm. each other and they're doing separate things and then they inter- they like intertwine with each other at right. certain points and that's something that I find to be very funny and clever and they do it really well like when they when they run into each other at the quote unquote welfare store and when Dee and Dennis are on the side of the road and um, Mac and Charlie drive by in the in the uh, the the limo and they're just throwing money around and they have the models and it's like you see the juxtaposition between them I, I don't know it's just so good it's so funny. Um, you, so that's like one of my favorites. So it's a Seinfeld type of thing. Oh, it's a Seinfeld esque, yeah. Because okay. Seinfeld, what I like about Seinfeld, or you know, Seinfeld is good for all the same reasons. Pretty much, pretty much all exactly the same reasons, right? Because the, all of the actors in Seinfeld are very funny, and mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff I said applies to Seinfeld too. But Seinfeld would always have multiple things going on that almost centered around the same theme, and then they would all they would all right. kind of like right come together at the end in some funny way mm-hmm. and and that's like i think it's it's a lot of this it's kind of the same format okay i can i can definitely get on board with that absolutely so um do you want to talk about this season yeah so this season in particular sure um so far we're only five episodes in so this is the halfway point yeah so five um, episodes in 14th 14th season 14th season which is insane it is insane it's the longest running live action com- scripted comedy show is that true i believe so yeah longer than cheers yeah, Cheers was only on for eleven seasons, and oh. then you, it might feel longer because Frasier. Yeah, maybe that's true. Um, but, but yeah, Cheers had like eleven or twelve seasons. Always Sunny beat it. Um, longest running scripted live action show. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. So yeah, episode one of this current season was the gang gets romantic. This is like the rom com one yeah, where they were trying to the, like the, the, like facilitate a rom com. Yeah, the synopsis is Mac concocts a scheme to attract single women to rent Dennis's bedroom, while Frank and Charlie make similar plans to draw on young European coeds, but neither ad attracts their intended target. So this is a great example of what I was just talking about, where they do kind of two separate right. things, but it's kind of the same thing, and then they kind of come together at the end or like <laughs> meet up in, in different places. Um, very funny. I uh, like the meat cube. Meat cute. Or the yes. meat cube. <laughs> meat cube. Meat cute. Always funny when Charlie. By the way, is meat cute a real thing? Because I've yeah, heard that in other me- places. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's like a meat cute is like there's a joke. There's a really funny joke about a meat cute in the office that maybe um, that's where I've heard it. Um, that Mindy Kaling makes that it's essentially a meat cute is like a cute way of meeting. Like, oh, I you know my dog ran away and someone else like it ran right into someone else's lap who was like in the same park I was it's like in when you're sitting went, at oh the, my god when you're on the beach and your dog runs into like a group of girls on the beach something like that yeah something yeah right it's like a, it's like a cute way that two people meet it's a okay. meet cute meet cute got it and then of course meet cube meet cube very funny I would much rather prefer I think well I'd hope so I mean if you were meet cuting anyone it would probably be new guy friends so that's yeah, true um I, mean, I guess that's cool. Wild though. card, so you never know. Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so yeah, that's so that's a funny episode. That's one where, and a lot of the episodes recently have been this way, where they're it's starting to get a little. They're starting to be more like meta episodes where yeah. they they either poke fun at themselves, mm-hmm. at like the like the sitcom format, or like them, like Always Sunny as a as an institution, or they're poking fun at something. Else, well, in yeah, because in this one you, know, you have Mac trying to, like you say, create a romantic comedy, almost almost play like a Truman Show esque type of thing where he's right, trying to right. guide. And it's like, no, you don't do this here, you do this right, here, right. and and this is supposed to happen here. It's not supposed to happen now. Like they're trying to like they're trying to like art like like manufacture it. I, I to me the best part of the episode. Spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spoilers for all. Spoiler yes. Let's call that out right now. Yeah. Spoilers for for all five when, episodes so of the season. Mac and I'm sorry, Charlie and um, Frank. They want to meet. They want to do the same thing when they want to get you know have an orgy with European backpackers, 
and they think they're getting that and two guys end up showing up yeah yeah and they <laughs> they they, they Become like best friends because it's them. It's right, like, it's them is like yeah. European. They have the toast. Yeah, all oh, that. That you know, I all threw up there in that scene. <laughs> um, but I thought that was so funny because like then they eventually get the European backpack girls to come and they have an orgy with them and all the, the entire time they were thinking about the other two. I love it, dude. It's so yeah. pure. It's so pure and beautiful, and it's it's so great. It was it was the best part of the show. That best best part of that episode was 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 that little dynamic that they had. Yeah, yeah. I could have done. I could have cared less for the the Mac and Dennis part. There's always a stronger storyline and a weaker storyline, and I right. think that was. Think you're that definitely was right about one. that. Although it was funny when they, and it was very predictable. But when they when you find out that the the guy the the name they the couple keeps referencing is their dead son. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like yeah. you kind of saw that coming. But, there was definitely something something weird going on there. Right. Oh man, that's so that's so fucked up. So yeah, so that was a good good strong start. And I will yeah. say, I don't want to we don't need to belabor this, but um as you know, I wasn't crazy about last season. I haven't been crazy about the last couple seasons. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although the last was last season did that have the episode where um D and the girls went on the plane ride to try to beat Wade Fox I with I think that was two seasons ago. Okay. That last episode season, was phenomenal. Last season know. started with the amazing Wiz parody episode. Oh, I don't know if I remember that. Oh, you they it's the it's like the musical where they wake up and they they're all black, they're all in black like in black bodies and they, it's they sing. It's like the Wiz. It's like the Yeah, I mean I I, I Oh, I it's an amazing them. episode. Okay. they have the song where they're trying to figure out like what the rules are and <laughs> they it's all, you know, Frank just wants to say the N-word and <laughs> it's it's such a funny episode. And that's an episode where it's a it's like it's not like groundbreaking or anything, but it is effective social commentary. Totally. And it's 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 very smart and one, poignant. If there's one thing you can say about like t- to make a, some sort of a comparison to another show is that this Always Sunny is a lot like like a live action South Park, where they South, are very similar, South yeah. Park because of, they have the benefit of being animated, so they can get away with a lot right. more. Plus, they can yep. do it so, like faster. Yes, they are very up on the social yeah. things yeah, that are yeah, happening. Yeah. And Always Sunny, surprisingly, even though it films you know months ahead of time. They nail it too, so definitely they cover everything. I mean, and they nailed that... it in the next episode, in episode two of this season, Thunder Gun Four, Maximum Cool. Um, mm, Thunder Gun's back. The, the, Hang the, on. The synopsis being: the gang finds themselves in the middle of a focus group after a screening of Thunder Gun Four, Maximum Cool. <laughs> so this was just, a pretty good episode. I thought. I mean, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. I mean, anything with Dolph Lundgren, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're yeah. gonna, yep. you, you got me. Um, but to say what to piggyback on what you're saying with the social thing is like, they kind of attack the PC culture in this because right, right. the filmmakers of their favorite fr- franchise, Thundergun, um, has made it like a PG-13 version. Yeah, and they're replacing him with like with a, a, young, a person of color, like, young yeah, person of yeah, color, yeah, person of color. Yep. They're making it PG-13 instead of R. Um, and in the episode, they you know they rally against the PC culture, right? Right. Which again is a, is a social commentary. Yeah, it's a social commentary. Now. I'm a little like that's a, that one's been kind of played out a little bit. I think South Park did that years ago, right? Oh, sure. With the I mean, PC every, police saying, and stuff, it, it, right? It was, it's relatable. Is what yeah. No, totally. Oh, I totally agree. And um, I just it, the, <laughs> Charlie not understanding anything that's going on <laughs> in the episode is so funny to me. <laughs> oh man, Charlie is Charlie is so funny. And then the line that I literally. LOL that was when Frank walks out of the focus group and yells straight white men can't get anything they want anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that is a good, 
That's a good episode. Uh, um, not my favorite from the season, but I think it's it's no, still I pretty think good. It's probably the of the five they've aired so far. It's probably, probably the, the weakest. Fifth. Yeah, yeah, but still very good. Oh yeah, totally. And that's a couple. Another thing about Always Sunny is, as much as I hate to say it, it pains me to say it. There's a lot of misses. They like they like there was a solid three seasons worth where I was not invested. Yeah, yeah. So like. As much as they hit, they get they hit and they get right. Yeah, they do have a lot of misses. They do have a lot of dud episodes, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I think you're def- you're definitely right, and I which think I that gonna, comes with the territory. Happen, yeah, of, you know? of doing what Hunt you said 160. I think it's 150. They'll be after this after these 10. I think it's 160. Yeah, so that's a crazy amount of episodes. So I I think that checks out, um, especially when they do. Like they do a lot of like theme theme episodes or sometimes right. like like novelty episodes stuff like that. So so yeah, I think that's fair. But even the even the bad ones I'll watch. I don't think there's oh, a totally, single episode. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like when I when I rewatch a show that's like a comedy, like a like a um like an office episodic or... comedy. Yeah, uh, I typically do you skip? We'll skip okay. occasional episodes. So if there's a clip show, I'll skip that. Mm-hmm. Um, always if there's you know, some of them are just so. There's some episodes like of The Office, for example, that are just that are just so bad. Um, well, hand up. I whenever I rewatch The Office, I nine times out of ten skip the first season. I skip the first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 essentially what I'm talking about. Um, there is no episode of Always Sunny that I would skip. It's all good. Mm, okay, maybe I haven't. I'll put it this way: I have not gone and rewatched like seasons like seven and eight. Yeah, like that's just I just haven't rewatched it. Yeah, yet, I mean you know? it's you know there's definitely every season has ups and downs I think, but but I think if we went back and looked at each season we'd be able to find sure, at least sure, one absolutely. classic episode absolutely. in each one. Um, so so yeah, so that episode pretty good. Uh, should good, we move not on great. To episode three. Episode three D Day. Great. Which is this is the one that got a lot of buzz. Yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. Of the Early bunch. Um, the guys are in the final preparation stage for an unknown scheme when D excitedly enters to inform them that today is D Day. The guys have to do everything that she wants without complaint. So this is a this is a, a continuation almost of the the Mac Day that they did. Yep. Um, where they had they have a lot Mac of good throwbacks in. in this. Yes, series, they do. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I love about the show. Yes, they-, they do. And 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 I think the cool thing about D Day. So D Day was a great episode in and of itself. First of all, like play on words because yes, mean, great double entendre like D Day, D Day, D D is funny. The character's she, hilarious. She's, she's come the farthest of like she was the first couple seasons i did not not that i didn't like her but she was definitely more of like a background player she is my favorite character in the show wow that is a that's a hot take because she is so funny caitlin olsen is so so she is hilarious but i think a lot of the reason why she's funny in the show is because of everyone making fun of her but i think she's like last few seasons they've she's gotten to the point now where she's the the head of the she's not the butt of the joke anymore as much as like she's in on the joke now though this season definitely yeah. she they're bringing her around well, d-day yeah. especially like yeah. she was the one in control i don't know she's my favorite character yeah no i think that's that's fair um yeah i like d-day and what i like about d-day and mac day is that it it shows and the way that d-day ends again spoilers is that it the way that the days work is if you insult one of them on their day then you have to do it for another 24 hours right. you have to repeat and, the day uh, right right <laughs> that was a, oh wow! I was channeling my inner D on that. That one. was awesome. Um, they it shows that they they operate in chaos. Oh yeah, but it's but they have a code. 
and there, there's this comes out a lot in the ways that there's they honor amongst thieves. Right, exactly. They they like and they all respect it. Like like if if this actually happened and and we had a D and D was like, oh, I tricked you guys. It's another day. We like, do have us, a D. We do have a D. Hi, Adam. Oh, hi, Adam. You fucking bird. Yeah, you fucking big beautiful bird. bird. Um, we would be like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing it for another day. They have a code, right? And that's what makes it like their friendship is so interesting and. Uh, just so weird, but there's 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 order in the chaos, and I think I find that very cool. Um, and that's that's one of the things that's compelling about it to me. So great episode. D is very funny. I wouldn't say she's my favorite. Well, fuck you. This is my podcast or my opinion. Wow. On our podcast. Wow. It all comes out. Oh, sorry. Get ready for the spinoff. Hey Ben. <laughs> <laughs> hey Adam. <laughs> um. Uh, so, so yeah, so D-Day, excellent. Um, episode four. The Gang Chokes, which might be the second best episode so far, the second funniest. Um, annoyed that the gang failed to react as he nearly choked to death on an appetizer. <laughs> what a, what an excellent plot. Frank decides the waiter, his savior, is the only person who has his back. So this is, this episode is... <laughs> Just, I think it's, it's, it shows such, all of it shows such a great, first of all, a great tapestry that they've built on because so much of it is references back to right, the, previous the waiter, jokes, the toupee, yeah. the waiter, they always go to that restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the, the scene we were, we just watched this, we were cracking yeah. up when he was choking and it was going <laughs> character by character and just and showing no them like, consider for a second, should I do something? And nobody moved. No. Yeah. And no one did anything that hilarious just oh, quintessential man. classic always sunny and it's just such a great um plot because they would no they wouldn't none of them would help any of them oh, no they would <laughs> they would let the other person die before yes. they yeah we get up out of their seat to help oh it's so funny it was a great great episode um another episode where whenever they do they try to replace each other from time to time so there's a there's a great episode where um they all like Charlie and Frank kind of fall out of favor with each other. Right. So Frank goes and stays with, or Charlie goes and stays with someone else. They all try to like, they all, and then Mac and Dennis like break up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're all annoying D and going to D's place. And they just are so out of place without having their like weird pairings. <laughs> like this was one where like, where, um, Frank was trying to replace Charlie with the, with waiter, the waiter and it's like all they, they like <laughs> it shows just it puts a uh, like a, a microscope on how weird their relationship was right. with each other because they're like oh why aren't you you know time to give me the speech like before we leave for the day <laughs> the only thing I want is the only thing I want to eat is something blue <laughs> the whole episode he's just eating blue stuff oh my god oh, um, it's so funny so that's a great, but this, a great is the, episode. this episode was heavy on the Mac Dennis weird relationship, probably the heaviest episode that they've done where he is super Mac meaning is super obsessed with Dennis. They've been, they've been building to it like a little bit like this season. They've definitely referenced it a lot. And then they've, they've done it a little bit in the seasons leading up to this. I think the fact that it's so pronounced this season means there's going to be an episode calling it now. There's going to be an episode about that. They're going to, they're going to directly address that. Do you think they're going to hook up? Oh, he's going to use the Dennis. Do. He's going to use the Dennis system on they Mac. They do. Oh my God, I I bet that's going to happen. And if it doesn't, that is a phenomenal idea. See, that's the kind of idea that would only come from someone who truly has a passion for Always Sunny. So right. kudos to you, thank you, my friend. Thank you. That's a, that's such a, a good uh, where they just there's just like it's it's like the it's like the end of. Uh, 
uh, chasing Amy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like something. It's, it's like, listen, we just have to have sex with each other. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's like, this will solve everything. <laughs> Uh, that's oh, so man. funny. So that'll be funny. That uh, it'll be. I'm really interested to see what they do for the rest for the rest of the season. Um, yeah. Especially since last season ended with such a big episode, or like. A, a, well, they assumed a, that Dennis was that Dennis, the actor, the. Um, uh, Glenn that was Howerton. two seasons ago. What you're talking about? Well, that he wasn't going to be back. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was last season. No. Okay. So I think I might have had this wrong when I said so. Last season, the first episode of last season was the Mindy Kaling episode, right, wasn't it? Right, yes. yes that was, so, yes. so it was the season before where they didn't know he was coming back. And then the last episode of last season was um, the one where Matt comes out and does the dance with the professional um, mm-hmm, dancer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so when I said, so the, the the first episode of two seasons ago is the Wiz one. So, okay. So I was wrong on that. So correction. Episode 12. Uh, season 12, I mean. Yeah, that's right. So, um, but the last episode of, of the most recent season was the one where he does the interpretive dance and it's surprisingly powerful and it's it's really interesting because like he does that to come out to his dad and his dad doesn't get it still but frank you know the the episode the season (laughs) ends with like frank's like i get it right and i think it's really powerful because it's like you know be yourself and there will be people who don't get it but there will also be people who do get it it's very very powerful very powerful I, i yeah um so anyways uh so we talked uh, episode one through four right episode five the zoo episode the zoo episode the gang texts Oh, the texting episode. Yeah, this is one where it's a little bit of a swing, and they they try a little bit of a gimmick with the texting, and it's actually pretty funny. But it's it's <laughs> I, definitely I, a gimmick. I I, it was definitely funny. I mean, there there is definitely very very funny parts. Uh, during their trip to the Philadelphia Zoo, Max sets up a group text chain for the gang, but confusion sets in, and the gang must learn from the meerkats on how to communicate properly in a group. Oh, that last scene, dude. That's it was so, so good. funny. It's so good. Um. So this kind of reminded me of an episode of Modern Family, surprisingly enough. Do you remember the episode of Modern Family? I don't know how up-to-date you are on that show. Not very. Probably like three, four, five seasons ago. Jesus Christ. They did like a a technology episode where they couldn't get a hold of Haley. So like the whole episode was, there was no person-to-person scene. It was all done on uh-huh, like that's kinda cool. Skyping that's kinda or cool. email. Or like it was just going to show like. That's such a Modern Family plot. Right. Like, and this act, kind, technology. Yeah, and this this kind of reminded me of that with the texting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, they were using, like, you know, all the, all the emojis and all, like, yep. the, 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 the shortened lingo that people who text a lot know. Um, but it was just so funny to watch yeah. Mac struggle with it. It was funny to watch Mac do his, like, really long, drawn-out texts, and it was funny to see D fuck it up. And this is another one where they have their roles, right. and regardless of what they're doing and how it's manifesting itself, they're always the same, like, position within the group, and they always do the same things and act the same way and have the same dynamics with one another. And it's just like, at this point, they can do episodes like that, and they're they're so awesome and powerful because it fits so well, and, and we, we've just gotten to know them. We, totally. we like, understand them totally, so... Um, it's almost like this unspoken thing. Like you just know, you can, you can kind of tell where the episode's going to go without seeing it play out almost, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, so always sunny. I'd say go yep, check it out. If half, you're not watching half it. season of season, we're at the halfway point of season four. So there's right definitely now. 10 episodes in this one, right? There's 10. I can tell you, I can tell you right now. I'm, I'm 89% positive. There's 10. 89. Yeah. Wow. I'm not. I'm That's big. reasonably positive, but not so much that I would like bet my life on it. Well, I'm not asking but you. It's got to be. 
it's got to be um it's not important we don't need to no it's now it's important to me damn it it's important that you're talking to the microphone it's important to me damn it there we go give the people what they want audio <laughs> my, my <laughs> sweet voice yeah 10 10 episodes okay cool okay good so um, at the halfway point exact halfway point so in in a couple months we'll come back we'll talk about the other 10 we'll go into more about always sunny why we like it why it's so great why it's been on for so long mm-hmm. um so before we we close this episode out with with a trope do you want there's something you want to talk about right yeah, yeah, yeah. Big news this week. Um, this is not really TV or or movie related, but it can be, I guess. Um, Rolling Stone magazine released its um, top 100 singers of all time. And the list is not great, and I have a lot of issues with it. I have some issues with it. Okay, go ahead and uh, I'm not going to read all 100. It. Thank you. But the top 10, Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles... Elvis Presley. Starting at number one, right? Starting at number one yep. and going to 10. Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles, Elvis Presley, Sam Cooke, John Lennon, Marvin Gaye, Bob Dylan, Otis Redding, Stevie Wonder, and James Brown. A decent top 10. But where the, why the hell is John Lennon in the top 10? Like, why, like, why is Ray Charles in the top 10 of singers? Like, you have someone like, if you can, um, they have someone like Stevie, Stevie Nicks who has an angelic voice, a icon and a, a beautiful voice is like number 98. You're telling me that she's 97 spots or 96 spots away from Ray Charles. Ray Charles is that much better of a singer. I don't think that's true at all. I think like they don't even have Billy holiday on here or, or my man, William Cornelius, Joel, Billy Joel's not on here. <laughs> William Cornelius, Joel, um, Billy Joel, not a very good singer. Probably, yeah. I mean, it's stretching. So this bit. is why I have a, I mean, th- there's a problem inherently with this list because what does best singer right. so, mean? So what you're, what you're, what the standard you're holding them to is like best voice, best voice. Right. Which is like not, which is not what it, they're it, doing here. Obviously clearly. we're looking at this list. I'm looking at all 100 in front of me. It's not best voice. It's, it's gotta be like most unique or most iconic. I don't, I don't know because Patsy Cline all the way down to number 46 and Kurt Cobain is ahead of her. No, on no planet is Patsy Cline have a worse voice than Kurt Cobain. Um, yeah, no, totally. So it's, it's clearly like what they did and maybe they qualify. Mariah Carey's number 79. Yeah. And that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy. Did, did you read the actual, was there like an article or something? I did not read the article. I saw this on Twitter. So I just, so I wonder if they describe, they must describe like, Oh, by this, we mean like most influential singers. Rolling Stone doesn't really do that. So I wouldn't be surprised there. Rolling Stone just puts together these lists and just throws them out there. So, so I, yeah, I don't don't know. know. Um, Michael Jackson all the way down to 25. Yes, he's a creepo, but, I mean, he's got a better voice than fucking John Lennon. Why isn't Michael Jackson in the top 10? Yeah, yeah see, see, without without further... So we, we struggle with this a little bit with the podcast where you, you need to have the right level of specificity when you do something like this. You need to say, it can't just be best singer, best TV they show, It's blah, not blah, even blah. best, it just says top 100. Right, so that's even more general. Like right. it, it would be more interesting to see if they did several lists, maybe of fewer singers, which would be, you know, get fewer clicks, which is why they don't do it, but... but I mean, do you, like... Wh- these names it would be recognized. it would be better if they said like like best vocalist like like right. best vocalist or most influential singer or um most influential influential would make more sense or most most recognizable singer something like that like those lists would all be more like, interesting than like a, just a general catch-all 
best does like, Iggy, top vocalist. I'm not a big Stooges guy. Is Iggy Pop have even does he have a good voice? I don't know. He's I number mean, seventy five. He's ahead of Steve Perry from Journey. Steve Perry is an angel. He's the I mean, that man has amazing voice. And, I, I, and then I his, just, his I name's just, on here that I don't even know. Who the hell's Toots Hibbert? Who's Wilson Pickett? Where's Adele? She's not on this list. That's crazy. Yeah. Adele is a phenomenal yeah. singer. And this is another thing is that like half of these people doctor their voice when they sing because that's very normal for music that's like recorded radio music right, is sure. like either like auto-tuning or layering like voices over each other so it sounds more more like tonal. There's So there's no, if we like get all these people in a room and have them all sing like unfettered with technology and a band and stuff, it, the list would look completely different. Very true. Like someone like Adele is a, is a, glorious amazingly talented natural singer now i don't like her i don't love her music but like she's clearly an amazing singer just looking at the list so can you actually move that out of the way so i can see the rest of the list um just looking at this list there's no mod i mean mary j blige at number 100 is the most modern person on this list so this must be and she's i mean she's been um She's been in the game for a long time. So Mary J. Blige is the most modern person on this list. So this list must not be, obviously it's not current and it's not, you know, they, they have to have been a cutoff of when they, like when they had to stop thinking of uh, artists. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't have so like they don't have Adele. They don't have, um, uh, I'm think of to, another singer, I dare I'm trying, you. I'm trying to think of another singer. <laughs> they don't have Ashante. Um, Jesus, they don't have Ja Rule. They don't have Ja. They don't have Jay-Z. Um, Beyonce, even yes, Beyonce. Yes, yeah, Beyonce um, for sure. Uh, so I wonder if, they, I honestly, not to cut you off, I wonder if this is the top 100 of people who are already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Maybe. I wonder if there's any qualification. I guarantee there is. I mean, we probably should have done that research ahead of talking about this, but no. this list is garbage. I yeah I wouldn't say garbage I mean they got a couple right Aretha Franklin well, is mean, a deserved number one come on I mean I just don't get Ray Charles at number two I mean that doesn't that I mean and fucking Stevie Nicks at ninety eight and Ray Charles is number two Annie yeah. Lennox at ninety three you tell me Annie Lennox has a worse voice than 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 Ray Charles no okay okay so bad list don't look it up no look it up people be angry with me be angry with Higgins or be indifferent with me um your call but okay. Music list, not great. <laughs> Go listen to Adele. I also feel like John Mayer should be on here, but I'm not even going to get into that. Where with oh, you right okay, now. sure. John Mayer. You just gonna, John Mayer. John Mayer. John Mayer. Um, so let's end up with a quick trope and then sure. and then call it. Sure, uh, sure. So give me a second. Fucking Donny Hathaway at night forty nine. Who the hell's Donny Hathaway? All right, let it go, bud. TV trope. So again, we've we've only done this a couple times. Uh, we want to end. So a TV trope is like something that's like a, a a regular occurrence in the media, the medium of TV or movies. Correct. Um. So like uh uh the black guy dying in a horror movie is an example of like a TV trope. So so there's a bunch of really interesting ones that the that you've probably never even thought about or realized. I definitely haven't. Um. But that occur in like a lot of movies and TV. So we like to do a random one at the end of each episode. Now, this one is. Defictionalization. Defictionalization. So this is actually this is a really cool one. Um the example that they gave is real life bottles of duff beer. And this is essentially when something that is invented in a TV show or a movie 
becomes something that exists in oh, real life. I know right off the top of my head right now. The Anaheim Mighty Ducks in yes, the NHL yes, exactly. came from a movie. That's a great one. That's a really, really great one. There's I mean, a, there's a that's bunch gotta of... That's got to be the, the number one thing. I mean, there's... Probably, the, that's yeah. A, that's an actual sports franchise that was that was um, blossomed from a, a kid's movie. Yeah, that's a really, really good one. Um, I'd say, like, isn't there, um, like, um, Spinal Tap could be one? Wasn't that, was that, a, that wasn't a real band before that movie No, it wasn't a real out, band. Right? I don't think they were a real band after. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Um, if they toured, it was probably as, like, a joke. Or it's almost like something like um, uh, That Thing You Do, the song being, that song was, like, on. A legit song. Yeah, yeah that yeah, song was, yeah. like, a legit song that came out. It was, of course, well, attached to the movie. that's tough, but, though, because, like, that's not a fictional song. Like, once it's, once it's a song, it's a song. Like, it's not fictional or non-fictional, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it was a song that existed in a fictional world that then became like a radio song that I think they played would, on the radio would, A better the example world. of that would be if the band themselves started to tour. Uh, yes, that would be a better example of that, for sure. For sure. Um, but uh, that's an interesting one, right? And that's like, I've never thought about that, but that's definitely a thing. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's pretty interesting, huh? Yeah, I mean, sure, I, I guess. <laughs> you seem pretty preoccupied with what's going on in your phone. So. Well, I'm looking at examples of... Well, read them out loud so people know. It's just like a lot of these... Are, this 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 site gets into stuff that is just like so, so like obscure. Um, oh, an example they give is the world's best boss mug that uh, is on Michael Scott's desk. That wasn't a one before? Well, I'm sure it was. A, it's like it's like a thing before, but they now sell them like oh, as yeah, office... As, as like office mugs. Right, right, right. Um, Dwight Schrute's bobblehead is something that you can now go buy, See, but it was that's, something that existed that's in. Not, I don't know. You're not. I mean, what are you? That's are you arguing though, with, with the definition of what it is? No, like a, a Dwight Schrute bobblehead doll is merchandise. That's not defictional. That's like saying an. That's like saying a toy from any show is is defictionalizing. Ooh, here's a good one. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. That's not. I don't think you. I don't think you understand it. That's not. I don't think what you, you understand what it. you just said is not right. Um. So here's so the bar Cheers, the bar Cheers was in the TV show, and then they now there's two Cheers bars that exist in the real world, and we're for certain that Cheers was a bar after the show. There is not one but two pubs in Boston based on the bar from Cheers, okay, both in Daniel Hall. Based on the bars, okay. Perfect. Okay, okay. So this is a defictionalization, very interesting trope. It's what it's what I'm describing, and not what Higgins is describing. It's what I'm describing. This will be on the midterm. I got. I had the best fictional trope off the top of my you head. You did. You did. You had that one, and then you like then you I- burned <laughs> bright, but you didn't burn long. Is that? <laughs> well, hey, I used to like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thank you so much for listening. This was a fun episode. Yeah. Um, we'll be back with more Always Sunny in a couple months. We'll be back with some cool stuff next week. Or Celtics got the lead. Yes. Oh yeah, Celtics. The Boston basketball Celtics. Yes, correct. Not the Warriors from. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. okay okay let's quit while we're all right where we are bye okay, guys thanks guys